Oh, hey, mom bitches. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom Bitch Podcast. I am your host, Celia Bogorelli, and today we've got real talk sash lined up for you. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, find a cozy spot, let's dive in. I just want to kick things off by saying happy holidays, Merry Christmas, whatever you did and or are celebrating, I hope you're having an amazing time with your friends and family. The end of the year, it feels like forever senioritis. You know, when you're graduating high school, you had like a couple weeks left. You're like, I just don't care. I already got accepted to college. I know that I'm moving on. Like, I just need this to be done with. That's how the year end feels for me. It's not necessarily I'm not motivated at work or I'm not motivated to like clean up around the house or do the things. It's just I'm tired. I've exerted myself to the point where like I just need a break and thankfully I'm able to take a couple weeks off at the end of the year every year. But this year, James was not. So I kind of felt like I was on single parent duty and I got the COVID bug. So we were not able to do our yearly festivities with our friends and family. Typically, I throw an annual Christmas party. We're bopping around between our families. We're doing all of the things. This year especially was a bummer because Lakin now understands who Santa is. Like if you say, hey, who's Santa? He'll say like, ho, ho, ho. Tap his little belly. It's so sweet. So we didn't get to do those things. And that was that was a bummer. You know, like he's now understanding Christmas and the energy you feel when you're around your friends and family during the holidays. It's just so magical. But I will say silver lining, it was kind of nice not to have to drive around too much. And we got to actually just spend time as a family, play with his toys. We still ate good food, so it wasn't too bad. But I hope you're having a great end of your year. The new year is right around the corner. I want to start today by kicking off and addressing a topic. It's been on my mind a lot lately, and it's the societal pressures on mothers to bounce back immediately after giving birth. It is absurd how quickly we are expected to resume our normal lives. And if you're listening from another country or Canada, you probably won't get this. But I still feel for you because I don't think you get paid 100% when you're off. And I think that's whack. But I want to discuss the physical and emotional healing period because I feel like the expectations placed on us are very superficial. I feel like it's you have a baby, you go home, and just you having time at home means that we should like bow down to the corporate America and say, thank you so much for giving me these couple weeks to take care of my baby, learn how to take care of a baby. And oh yeah, by the way, I just tore from my vagina to my asshole So as I'm doing all of these things, I also can barely move my lower body because I'm scared my my pelvic is going to fall out of my vagina at any point in time. But yes, thank you so much for the couple weeks you gave me off. And I'm not saying that I'm not thankful for the time I had because I had a great time period off and I needed that time, but I needed more. And I feel like a lot of women need more. You know what else we need? We need more time with our husbands and our spouses. Like it should be illegal not to give both parents at least 13 weeks off. Like if a guy goes to get a vasectomy, 
the doctor's like, you can drive home, don't lift anything, take a couple days off, relax. But then we give birth. Like I literally had a cantaloupe come out of my vagina. I've tore everything. I'm so sore. I grew organs and veins and eyeballs, but I'm supposed to hold this baby, feed this baby, be everything for this baby, and then go back to work and then be able to just go right back into corporate mode. Like it is so crazy to me because motherhood, it's transformative, like both emotionally and physically. And we just need to recognize and embrace the time it takes to heal, right? Like women are strong. But on that note, I feel like there's a myth on what makes a strong woman. I feel like we're always told that being strong means we're happy and we're put together. And that's just not the case. Okay? So with that said, let's dive into it. It's almost like the multidimensional nature of strength, right? Being a strong woman means you can embrace the complexities, right? Like you can feel capable and yet still be utterly lost. We can smile on the outside, but inside still navigate our own struggles. And that's okay because strength isn't about pretending everything's perfect. It's about acknowledging our battles and doing what we can to be better. Please listen to that. It is not that we have to smile on the outside and smile on the inside. It means that we can navigate our struggles and it's okay. We do not have to pretend it's perfect. We just have to acknowledge our battles, our triggers, and try to be better. I repeated that twice, but it's something I really, really, really hope you take away from today because it's so true. Another thing, it's time to shatter the illusion that we can't be both kind and assertive. Like I'm so sick and tired of feeling like I have to be conformed into this box. Like I'm allowed to set boundaries without compromising my happiness and my kindness. Like I can be vulnerable and powerful at the same time. Like, yes, we're successful, but that success doesn't mean we have to erase the fact that we might be traumatized. Like there's a duality, a strength, and that should be the reality. And it's time to navigate that paradox because I feel like social media or our world, I don't know what it is, but I can't be both kind and assertive. And that really drives me wild because I can be all of those things, right? Like another thing that drives me insane, like extrovert versus introvert. Like what is that? Are you extroverted introvert? Are you introverted extrovert? Like, no, the lines aren't clear cut, right? Like there is no such thing. Like we can be valuable and flawed, sometimes introverted. And sometimes we're reaching out. Like it's beautiful chaos of what being a human is, especially being a mom. We can be both. We don't have to be one or the other. Like, I don't know who invented these things online. Like, we're all of it. Like, get over it. We're all of it. Um, another thing that 
you know, I want to talk about is love doesn't mean we stop questioning things. Like we can be so in love, like fiercely in love, still while questioning the world around us, questioning our choices, expectations put on us, the path that we're on in that moment. Like love is an ongoing journey and it's all about self-discovery and growth. We can feel love and we can question everything. We don't have to know everything and we shouldn't feel like we need to know everything, if that makes sense. The big takeaway is just embracing the complexity. So mom bitches, the richness is in our complexities. Like being a strong woman means navigating through all of the emotions, all of the rules, all of our identities. And it's not being fitted into a mold. It's about celebrating the messiness because that's what makes us beautiful. And honestly, that's what makes us authentically us. People aren't allowed to be weird anymore. Like I even over the past six years have had to like really dive into who I am in order to be myself in the workplace because I feel like as a woman, you need to show up and be confident and be assertive. Don't speak too much. Speak when you know you have something smart to say. But as a people leader, right, in my role, like you have the human element where you want people to know who you are outside of work. You want them to see your silliness. Like it's all of these things and it's like so confusing. And I really just found like I am who I am. I'm a dork. I might be your boss, but I also just like to eat Pop-Tarts and eat ramen noodles in my pajamas. Like there's nothing wrong with that. So I've really tried to like force myself to just really be who I am, be fun, be messy. I don't have to be perfect. I'm a smart woman. I'm good at what I do. And that's all that matters is I'm trying and I'm trying to make the people around me better. And us as a team collectively as colleagues we're showing up every day to do our job. And that's all that I ask for my team and honestly, all I've asked for myself. I think the conclusion is like, you don't have to have it all figured out. Like you just don't. Like we can embrace our strengths in all of its dimensions. We can celebrate that we're multifaceted. We can be resilient. We are incredible women. And the next time something's rocking our strength, just know you're a mom bitch. That's all you need to know. On a brighter note, though, let's focus on passion for a second because what should passion mean to a new or struggling mom? It's just finding something that truly makes you happy, like something that fuels your spirit. I want to explore the power of embracing passion and motherhood, and it can really be anything. But part of the mom bitch method, and I'm super excited the journals, I'm getting the final draft today. I hope I can have it published before New Year's. But I want us to focus on our passions and just having something that we're passionate about, no matter how big or how small, but then equally bringing in the realities that kind of deter us from embracing the passion every single day. Before we get into anything more, though, I want to shift gears into the work side of what I've been learning with creating this podcast, I say is the dark side of social media. So I've been experimenting with advertising. And I've been doing it on Instagram, been doing it on TikTok. Uh, one of my colleagues was like, the best way to get attention is on TikTok. I'm a millennial. Like, I don't 
know what's happening on TikTok. Like I scroll through the live and like people are getting like these little emojis. I don't know if it just is like emojis or if it equates to money, but like there's this whole new language out there that I don't get. And I just really can't see myself battling to get like a fruit platter um, points and like dinosaur chicken nuggets and calling people broke because they're not giving me a donut casserole. Like, I don't know what any of that means. However, I will say this, uh, sex is the only thing that sold and it didn't necessarily resort into anything but more followers on that platform. Like looking at my conversions on the website or the view on my podcast, I found that the photos of me, I think on TikTok, I had like 30,000 views and like almost like 5,000 likes and like no conversion from it. But then I had like just a natural post from Instagram just talking about mom bitches. And I actually got like visits to my websites and stuff. And so I thought that was dark and scary, like especially harming for the young generation because that really, even for me, who knows better and who's in digital marketing, like that set an unrealistic standard and it really made me think about like Lakin's generation or even the generation in high school and middle school right now. Like you're just compared so differently than a more simpler time when I grew up. And I just want to make that note that if you have a kid that's like in the teens, like watch their social media because that is making them feel like that is how they define how they feel about themselves and it couldn't be any more from the truth like we need to bucket up the time period before being online was such a thing because it's just so unhealthy so unhealthy anyways on a brighter note i want to focus a little bit more on finding something that truly makes you happy like if you're gonna go into the new year find something that really fuels your spirit like find something to embrace yourself in for me, it's this podcast. Like I just need a creative outlet to just be me outside of work, outside of being a mom, outside of being a friend, outside of being a spouse. Like I just need a place where I can just be creative in my own space, at my own time, how I want to do it. I feel like we all need to find that little something and make sure that we're asking for help it's okay to ask for help so that you have time to do it. Like today, I asked James, you know what? I really would love to like take a nap with Lakin, but I really want to do this podcast. So can you watch him? And he said, yes. And I'm doing the podcast and I'm actually really happy I'm doing it. So like no matter how big, how small, it doesn't have to be a podcast. It might just be taking a shower for some of you. Like just do the damn thing. I'm really thrilled to announce I'm in the final stages of the Mom Bitch Journal. Like, can you believe it? Probably not because you probably didn't even know I was working on it. But you can soon get your little hands on it. And I'm going to dive into a whole podcast because I feel like it's the ultimate guide of what I've been using to navigate motherhood. But I also want to bring attention to my badass website, mombitch.com. I even have swag on there because we all need a little swag. And if you're thinking, okay, bitch, you made it, but are you wearing it? Yeah, bitch, I am. And it's amazing. And I'm trying to make it not just my bitch, 
but like actually things that people would want to wear. So make sure to check it out. Okay? Okay. All right, moving on. Before we wrap, remember, it's okay not to have it all figured out. Embrace your strength in all of its dimensions. Celebrate being resilient. You are incredible. Until next time, keep rocking your strength, mom bitch. Talk to you soon.